Good morning, everyone. I'm uh, I'm starting over with the podcast, which is a rare thing for me because I normally just plow on ahead and and do the best I can. But I just completely lost my train of thought because the snowplow went by and said, "Hey, you better go back and move your truck because there's a big truck that's coming through that needs to get by." And uh, and so I'm turning around, but it's just hard to keep my thoughts going. And <laughs> the previous try just completely fell apart, which is fine. I actually want to talk about something a little different than I was talking about in the first attempt, which is this idea of crossing the chasm. In my own case, I was having a conversation with my two best friends from college, which we do every other week. And... I was talking with one of them about New Year's resolutions, which we shared at, uh, you know, in early January, and asked how he was doing with his, and he asked how I was doing with mine. And I said that I thought I'd crossed, thought I had successfully crossed this chasm where, uh, for a period of time, come on, dogs, hop in. When you start anything new, you're carried on by your enthusiasm. And uh, I hope you can still hear this as I turn the truck around and get going. And that enthusiasm is what carries you. People need support and from at least one repo. That enthusiasm is what carries you. And at a certain point, the enthusiasm starts to flag. Just because we have reached a place where we're a little bit excited about something else or we're a little bit tired of this other thing and and it's easy if something has not become a habit to have it fall away this is why one of the best things I know of to keep yourself moving forward with a habit is to mm, uh, put some obligation behind it, right? So for me, it's important for my spoon carving. Part of what pushes me forward with my spoon carving is the fact that people have order things and it then requires me to make them at some point in the future. I know when I have a wait list that I will be carving however long into the future that wait list is. And I know that I don't have a choice. And not having a choice is actually a really nice thing because it keeps me moving forward in moments when I might otherwise say, I don't feel like it today. At any rate, what I realized when I was talking to the boys yesterday uh, was that I have crossed at least the first of the chasms with these new habits that I made resolutions about for this coming year. The going, walking to pick up the girls from school at least twice a week. I've successfully done that. Even when the weather was bad, even when I didn't feel like it, even when I felt rushed, I've done it. The getting up when my wife gets up and writing uh, writing the book and then doing uh, core exercises and stretching on those mornings, I've done that. The intermittent fasting on those same, uh, rather on weekdays, I've done that. And... So those were my priorities, those were my resolutions, and I've successfully carried them forward, and it feels like they are 
you know, they're not out of the woods yet because nothing is out of the woods. But what I'm really seeking with them is not to affect some change and then go back to the way things were. I am seeking a gentler change that becomes the new normal. And so I'm really happy that I've been able to carry those forward. And, and I think for any of us starting a new side hustle, starting a habit, particularly this time of year is a good time of year to be talking about it because um, this, is, this is when we get to that place where the, the New Year's resolution is starting to wear a little thin. Particularly at this time of year, um, sorry, I'm coming to an intersection, so I'm paying attention to the road, being safe. Particularly at this time of year, it's valuable to remind ourselves of the chasm and to cheer ourselves on so that we cross it. Because once we cross it and things get to a, a place where we are doing these things because that's simply who we are or we're the, we're the person who does these things, gets a lot easier to maintain. So, how do you cross the chasm? That's something I've been giving a lot of thought to, and I think the success this year versus past years uh, tells me that I'm doing a pretty good job of it this time, so I thought I'd share what I am trying. The first thing is to keep the bar really low. So I'm not setting out to do half an hour of exercise on the days that I do exercise setting out to do 10 minutes, 7 to 10 minutes. I have this sequence of exercises I'm doing. I push myself to limit within those exercises, but I am not, I am, I am keeping it very mellow in terms of time commitment. Um, because each time I go to do it, I feel that resistance of my brain being like, I don't want to do this. So the, the easier it is, the easier it is for me to overcome that and the harder it is for me to come up with an excuse because an excuse cannot be, well, I don't have time for it or I don't have energy for it or if I do it, it's going to ruin my energy for the rest of the day. So by keeping the bar really low, I am able to um, defend against my own brain telling me that I shouldn't be doing it. I'm gonna sit here for a minute and finish these thoughts. The other thing that I think really helps with crossing the chasm is to tie it to someone else's activity. So it's really a lot easier for me to get up at five because my wife is getting up at five. If the, the year that I wrote, the year and a half that it took me to write my last book, I would get up at five and no one else was getting up at five and it sucked. And there were mornings when it was really helpful to have my wife push me out of bed. And there were mornings that I failed to get up out of bed. And so having there be a structure where I know that when my wife does this, I do that. Helps me stay accountable. And it also helps that it's not every day of the week. That there are two days a week on average when I, when I don't. Um because she's not working those days. And so it's really helpful for me to both have the time off and to have the activity linked to her activity. I haven't asked her if she's found it helpful on my end to have me getting up. I think she likes it, but 
I don't think she needs it in the same way. She crossed the chasm herself with doing this hour of yoga on mornings that she works. Back at the early part of the pandemic, she started the habit when, when her brother and his family were living with us and they would get up and do it together. So uh, I think that helped her cross the chasm. And now it's just who she is and it's, she doesn't feel good if she doesn't do it. So it's easy for her to prioritize it. The other thing that I think helps cross the chasm is to be very clear that it is a priority and it is the most important thing about how I spend my time. That if even if other things suffer, this thing won't suffer. And that's been the biggest thing that has helped me maintain the goal of walking to school to walk girls home from school because it's the biggest time commitment. It's uh, two, sometimes two and a half hours, depending on conditions. <laughs> Um, each time I do it. So that's four or five hours a week that I'm doing this. And it's worth it because it has so many multiple benefits for me, for the girls, for our relationship. Um, but it's a big time commitment. And the thing that helps me stick with it is the being very clear with myself that even if I am behind on work, even if, you know, I feel like we need the money, even if Da, 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 da. this thing is the top priority and the day will be a failure if it doesn't happen and the day will be a success if it does happen and I think anytime you can put those sorts of high stakes top priority on something you give it the breathing room it needs to not um, fall by the wayside so think those are the three things that have been most helpful keeping the bar really low right and let's go back to that for a second so when I sit down to work on my book I am actively writing for maybe 40 minutes and I seek to write a page and a half and and I set aside an hour to do that but the actual time that I'm but in the seat doing that is maybe 40 minutes, page and a half. And I just stack those and stack those and stack those and stack those day after day. Keeping the bar really low, linking the behavior to something that someone else is doing. This is why having a buddy do exercise with you is so helpful. If you have a friend who you're meeting for a run or a friend who you do workouts with, even if it's over Zoom in this weird time, that accountability is linking your behavior to someone else and we are social creatures and it just makes it easier. And the last thing is being super clear that the day is a success if you do the thing and the day is a failure if you don't do the thing. Um, and putting it in those stark terms I find super helpful. So obviously there are layers to the chasms that face us. And I don't think for even a minute that I am done having to cross some chasm, but it does feel like the first hurdle is passed. And I've reached a point where these habits are now habits that I, that I don't need to, um, I am no longer shifting the scheduling of my old days 
to fit in these new things. Now I have the schedule. It is what it is. It is what I expected is the new normal. There will definitely be other chasms when something happens like I get hurt or we have a vacation and I need to pick it back up again. That's actually true right now. We've been on a week vacation, the girls' winter vacation, and I haven't walked to school to get them. And I have noticed that I've gotten a more done this week because I have had those extra four hours um, and I'm going to need to be clear with myself about giving those back up to give it to that time um, next week. So there will always be chasms to cross but eventually you get to a place where you do the thing because it is just what you do and for instance that's where I'm at with this podcast for two and a half years now. I have done this podcast, has it been two and a half? One and a half. Two and a half, I think. I've done this podcast every day, and it is just part of what I do every day, like brushing my teeth. And, and I think that's a really valuable place to get to because the best work happens not because you set aside the time and create the empty space to do your best work. The best work happens because you're doing work every day and some of it is going to be better than others. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk tomorrow.